for the first time, 2019. So in one corner, you have a co-host, Kevin Clark. And in another corner, me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> me. You're doing Hello. Introduction. I love it. Yeah, the announcer is also a <laughs> contestant. Perfect. Yeah, fighting. How's it going, man? Uh, uh, I'm a bit tired today. Um, like we were saying before we started recording, it's mm. it's I'm kind of in this weird spot. Like I'm starting work tomorrow again. Um, and I've just been doing nothing all day, and I feel like the less I do, <laughs> the less energy I have. Um, so yeah, I really need to get back to work. <laughs> <laughs> I just got back today, but I totally feel you. You know, something that I honestly I used to do more often back in the days, um, but I I want to get back at it, especially because now we're probably going to be recording. Well, I am a bit later in the day because of time zones. Uh, one thing I used to do before I started recording, like before I got on a call with you, is I would jump up and down and like run <laughs> a little bit just to get. Maybe like, I should do that now. <laughs> the energy up you want to do that <laughs> um it worked just like jump up and down and like run a little bit maybe i should be fine i should be fine okay you don't have to <laughs> i'll save myself the embarrassment video. all right all right well i feel you but anyway um so we're recording this uh january i actually have to check oh january 2nd so <laughs> okay january so 2nd. why 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 I always wonder why people do this on podcasts. Like, I, I, as a listener, I could not possibly care less about no, what no, no, day no, 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 you're recording no, your thing. No. It's like, it doesn't matter. This episode, like, let's, we should pretend like the episode just magically is recorded on no, the same day that it no, gets released. No. Yeah. The date today no. is relevant. No, I don't it think it is. It explains a lot. No. It explains a lot. It gives context. <laughs> no, we right? shouldn't. Because it's, hey, hey, people. So, January 2nd is the Monday of the year. It's like you start today. You the s- Monday of the year. <laughs> you just came out of, it just came out of like probably a couple of days off, holiday, whatever. You're like you really don't feel like working. I mean, maybe you're in the, in the, you're, you're an exception here. But uh, so, you know, it gives some context. That's why you're tired because it's just yesterday you were probably hangover all day. And but, today I, it's just like, but, but I did it. <laughs> I didn't work today. <laughs> <laughs> i did nothing anyways um hi 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 <laughs> you're wearing a nice figma t-shirt today yeah this episode is, bo- is sponsored by not really i am uh, it's actually actually it's my bjs it's like what i use uh, <laughs> i wear this to, to, to nice to go to sleep tell um, me you're wearing figma. pants <laughs> <laughs> Just i don't want to know we'll never know ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man I am. I am. I. I ordered a new, uh, like stand, um, like a little arm for the microphone. Right now, I'm holding the microphone, so you may hear stuff like this, or whatever, because that's me, um, handling the microphone. <laughs> um, hi, hello. All right. So, uh, New Year. Um, mm-hmm. this this is our first show. I think this is mm-hmm. like a little bit of a. We need to. We, we need to ease back into the swing of things. Mm-hmm. Um. Yes, please. And one thing that maybe our listeners have noticed, but maybe they haven't. Uh, <laughs> but just in, in case, um, I just want to. I just want to say. So you've been off Twitter for a bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just got back today, so 
if you're listening to this, maybe you saw me back on Twitter. But for the past month or so, I've been off of Twitter. Like in the beginning, I was just replying to you know mentions or DMs or something. Then I completely stopped because I was just so unbelievably busy that you know I as I, I'm a Twitter completionist or whatever, I read all the tweets. And once you start to get behind. You know, like you just have to declare bankruptcy. Like, you know what? No, I can't read everything. Like, I have a right. thousand tweets to read. Never mind. I had hit reset, um, but I never actually hit reset. It was just like, all right, I'll just, I just put it off. I'll get back on Twitter. What was your number time. of unread tweets? Oh, I, tweet yeah. bot. It gets to a certain point. Oh, it just okay. doesn't load everything. <laughs> it was right? like nine 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 plus. <laughs> no, it's just like it gets to a point. It's like I don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't load all it. Can count that high, uh, <laughs> so I, I actually don't know. But it's been it's been roughly a month. And in the beginning, I was also an Instagram like very just like casually on Instagram some stories. Um, but it, it got to a point like I wasn't checking Reddit, I wasn't checking the internet really. I was just posting a couple pictures on, on Instagram every once in a while because you know your city, you're traveling, and that's always fun. But um, yeah, I've been away for a long time, and I. I got back today. I spent a lot of time just trying to catch up a little bit on Twitter. But as soon as I became aware that I was going to be off the internet, I was like, hey, Kevin, I'm going to be off the internet. So just take notes of some of the things that happened. So then you can tell me about it once we record layout next year. And so maybe that's a good way to, to go about it for this episode. Just you catching me up on the internet. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and to be fair, I'm not the best uh, observer of <laughs> pop, pop culture, culture, media, Twitter memes mm-hmm. and whatevers. Um, but I have noted a few things that, that stood out. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. All right. So the first thing is, have you heard of the red pin meme? Red pin Meme. Yeah, that's how I'm calling it. There, there may or may not be a, an actual name for this, but that's um, I'm calling it. No, it doesn't ring any bells. <laughs> okay, um, I I put some links in the show notes, so you can go ahead and like click a couple of them. So for all the listeners, you've probably seen this. You're probably sick of this, like I am. Um, it's tweets that has like have like the red pin and then like lines. So I'm looking at one right now that says like design taught leaders. They're like. Starting there, and then they're going around showing interesting work that they've made to tweeting like a fortune cookie. <laughs> um, there's another one that's like me. I'm like avoiding useful commit messages, and then like having like a bunch of like stupid random uh, commit messages. Um, there's let me load another one. Uh, there's another one. It's like designers avoiding actually designing and then posting to Drupal. Um, <laughs> so, but you'll see, I have a ton of them. Every everyone is making these these memes. Like even the dictionary is making them now. So if you, <laughs> yeah. Um, so dictionary.com, uh, grammar nerds avoiding the point of the story and focusing on that one typo. <laughs> it's just. I just am so sick of this meme. It's like in it, the shelf life for this was about like 10 minutes. And I, after that, I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> like, why is everyone making this meme? I don't know, but it's the worst. Uh, I hate it. So 
this is something you missed. <laughs> How do you feel about it? Um, okay, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it, it drives me a little bit crazy that um, you know the the lines don't align. <laughs> you know, it doesn't make actual a straight line, but it's fine because characters. Um, this is funny. So, I mean, I've been on Twitter today, but like you said, this is probably just came and went because I, I haven't seen one tweet. Hopefully it's gone. Uh, like, I, I had to mute it. Like, I just I couldn't it take is. it anymore. Oh, so now I get your tweet. You said, like, mute. Yeah. In, in the pin emoji. Yep. Okay, now that makes sense. That was, yeah, like, that was oh, one of those Kevin tweets where it's it. like, if you know, you know. <laughs> if you don't, then yeah. you probably don't care. Uh, there's, there's so this do you one know? tweet I'm looking at. Like, all these tweets have so many retweets. There's one that, that says, like, digital artists uh, avoid naming layers and instead toggle the I button to see what layer it is. It has almost 30,000 retweets. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. I don't get it. Um, wow. So this is a lot of this is a lot of links. This is gold. So do you know the origin of so who came up with this tweet originally? That's a good question. No, I don't know. Let's see. Let's do some live uh, reporting and see. <laughs> okay, I got it. It's the official name, apparently, by knowyourmeme.com is the pushpin emoji emoji detour. <laughs> Pushpin Emoji Detour refers to a snow clone which grew popular on Twitter in late 2018. In the snow clone, posters use one pushpin emoji to signify a problem, then use another pushpin to signify going well out of their way to avoid the simple solution, and a final pushpin to signify the solution they've arrived at. Origin. The format appears to have begun spreading on December 24th, 2018. Um, Twitter user at V1NCHY tweeted a joke about girls using face masks gaining over 45,000 retweets and 261,000 likes. So the original tweet says girls, actual self-care wearing that face mask. So, of course, it's a sexist uh, origin, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, so that's how it began. How it began. Wow. Uh, amazing how this one tweet like becomes a meme. Yeah, Amazing. I feel like the the meme industry has just been getting more and more <laughs> intense. Like it is the shelf life of these is insane. Like there there'll be one tweet and literally like hours later it's like the meme is born, everyone's posting about it everywhere and then 2 days later it's dead. Yeah. Like, it's kind of crazy. 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 It's uh Okay, well, 2018 Kevin. in a nutshell for you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so first pushpin people making good memes, avoiding that pushpin meme. Oh my god! Wait, this is something you made up? Yeah, right now. Oh my god, you should tweet this. Um, this is probably gonna go viral. Um, anyways, <laughs> no, just kidding. It's over. Uh, yeah. we can't take it anymore. <laughs> stop it, okay, no, everyone. I'm stop it. Don't I'm do this. Late. Don't do no, this ever again. I'm too late. Um, I'm gonna ban this emoji. And you know what? You can tweet about this all all you want. I won't see it. So, take ah. that, internet. <laughs> um, all right. So, um, let's see. What is our next most important thing that happened <laughs> while you were gone? Uh, uh-huh. I think this has to be the um, horizontal Instagram feed debacle. Have you heard of this? I 
think I've seen one or two tweets maybe after about this. This is like one of these things where it's actually super hard to avoid news. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. this is literally what everyone was talking about, like in person and on the internet. Really? For like a day. Um, So basically what happened is uh, people woke up one day um, and the Instagram feed, as you expected, like not the stories, the the actual feed with the pictures, mm-hmm. um, like turn into a horizontal scrolling, like kind of like a slideshow or, you know, like the stories mm-hmm. <laughs> in of itself. So you'd swipe between posts. Uh, you can scroll up and down. Like if you scrolled up and down, you'd just see the comments uh, and then you have, you'd have the stories at the top. People hated it. <laughs> of course. You can make that a dramatic people change. People hated it. Um, people were screaming bloody murder, like how <laughs> like they were destroying Instagram. This was the worst thing that ever happened to them. Um, there were riots on the streets. It was, it was insane. It was like more outrage over this than uh, the last election. I'm telling you. Uh, <laughs> So, um, and I, I put a link in the show notes, so if you didn't get this, um, you can go and, and see it. Um, so people were complaining and like just being super angry and then all of a sudden it disappeared. Everything went back to normal. Um, so people were like sort of relieved that it's back, but everyone was also kind of suspecting that maybe this is just the future that will happen like that they're just a b testing right now um Mm. and not anymore so then double turns out um (laughs) the um i believe head of product of instagram uh put out a tweet that said that this was actually a mistake uh that it was not meant uh to be rolled out um it's still something that they're exploring looking at but it was not meant to go out to um the amount of people that it that it did uh they apologize and it very likely will not be coming to instagram <laughs> right yeah well not not after the reaction <laughs> that they got so but okay so uh, question um do you know do you have any idea uh, like how many people actually got this version like are we talking 50 percent? are we talking everyone like uh, it's not everyone. Um, I don't think I got it. Like I said, Instagram was one of the few apps that I still yeah. used. And I, I, I didn't get this. Yeah, so it's definitely not everyone who got it. Because um, some people were kind of, you know, talking about, um, like, who got it, who didn't. Um, mm-hmm. But there's no actual number. My guess is a lot more than <laughs> they were <laughs> intending it to go to. Um, yeah. Because it, it spread like wildfire and it wasn't just like two or three journalists and like people retweeting them. It was people posting actual screenshots of their mm-hmm. own Instagram feed. Um, mostly people uh, in the US, I believe. Mm-hmm. So that might be what happened. Uh, maybe Instagram users in the US, which is like a big population. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, uh, I, I, but I don't know the exact number. All right. Well. So did you get it? I so when I opened up Instagram uh that day, um it was already too late, so it was already reverted oh, back. I so see. I don't know if I was part of that. Okay. Like okay. that group or not. Um interesting. Yeah. Um 
So, but okay. So, question, question yeah. though. Uh, without, you know, if you remove all the context and all the reaction and all the things, like, do you even think um, switch, switching to a horizontal scrolling, horizontal scroll, for a feed type of UI, like you know, like Instagram, do you think that's a good idea? Like in the abstract, you know, without testing, without anything, just, just in theory. Yeah. Um, okay. There's there's multi multiple layers to this uh, thing. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, so. I don't know if you've ever looked at people browsing Instagram or just paid attention to how you browse Instagram. But I know that I certainly do this for sure where I'll like, I'll like um, sort of like flick and then pull my finger down and like stop it at a picture. Like I'll do that. And like, I'll almost do that for each picture. Mm -hmm. Like I will rarely like skip that many, that many pictures. Mm -hmm. Um, and it feels like that sort of feed UI of like me like flick, whoop, stop, flick, stop, flick, stop, flick, stop. Like that there's something that's not optimal there. Um and that yeah. could maybe be improved. So like I can see them wanting to see if they can address this problem. Mm-hmm. Um and obviously like the the sort of Snapchat style uh stories mm-hmm. ui is working well for them for advertising and, and so on and so forth like why because this you're gonna get ads <laughs> that are full screen mm-hmm. um and there's like tons of, of benefits to that also like so i heard right. that they could do some more like dynamic things with which ads they insert and at which time um so they could like swap the ads based on like how much time you spend on a post like cuz that becomes like more of a thing that like you're you're at a specific moment in the carousel slideshow now i think their actual implementation uh was not great <laughs> like it seems like there were a lot of rough edges to this uh that made people feel like they're trapped like cuz that's really what it felt like you're trying to scroll and it's like oh dear god like now i can mm-hmm. only like scroll through one picture at a time and i think um one big problem to this that I see is that there's no like tap to just go next, go to the next thing. It's like, mm-hmm. you always have to like swipe around. Um, and if you look at my behavior for stories, like I'll like tap to like skip through things really fast. Um, and I think so you that, don't swipe to go to the next person. No, you just tap. Well, if I want, if I'm like done, I don't want to see this person's stories. Like I'll, yeah. I'll swipe, I, but most of the time I'll just like tap, 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 tap. Because I do that a lot. I actually, I can see my behavior. Like when I'm watching, when I'm looking through stories, it's like the first couple users, and this is already algorithmic. So the people I engage with the most, they, they surface at the top. But uh, so I mean, I see their content first. But so initially, in the first couple users, I, I just watch all the stories. I just never tap. Um, then I start tapping, and then I start tapping, and then a couple of users later, I'm uh, swiping out. Like I don't care, I don't care, I don't care. Right. And Instagram knows this and puts the person. You know, the people I use are usually swipe uh, through at the end already so i can but th- that's very interesting because you know scrolling has been vertical since the, the com- since computers especially the web and then on that carried on to mobile and touchscreens um yeah, but uh you, you know stories kind of flip that <laughs> hey 
um, flip it horizontally. And it's 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 a very interesting behavior because it's not necessarily scrolling. You're not scrolling through content. You're 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 tapping through content. Mm-hmm. And remember uh, Facebook Paper? They also had this horizontal thing. It's like yep. you scroll vertically in a category and you 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 swipe you swipe horizontally to switch feeds switch content whatever which is a very you know it's it's almost kind of like I, I forget the name but anyway it was a very interesting and kind of new paradigm already but so yeah now with this whole thing the stories is you're not really you're not scrolling horizontally you're just it's a different type of interaction and like you said you know a tap is way faster than a swipe or you know scroll so i don't I think it's an yeah. interesting exploration, but I don't think it's the right one. Yeah, to Ooh, me, do. to me, like it did a better job at I want to see the next post, but a worse job at I want to skim through this really fast. Because um, right now, like you can scroll, like it just like flick it up, and then like you'll see a bunch of stuff. Um, and at that it was worse, and it made people feel like they're trapped. Um, I think what uh, paper, the way paper did it, I believe, is like if you um, bring like the post like and make it full screen, then you only like, you know, swipe one at a time. But when you had it down, then you mm-hmm. could like scroll through the list. Quickly. By the way, I love that app. I miss so, that app. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Mike Mattis is one of our generation's greatest designers. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I miss it. So. Um, I I don't want to you know I don't want to spend too much time. I guess we already are, but <laughs> on this on this story, hey story, but um, I to me the way I use Instagram and I'm by no means a I guess typical user. I don't use it that much. Um, but right now it's like it's two apps in the same, and I I I feel like the more I use Instagram, the more they compete. Like the more I use Instagram, the less I actually scroll through the main feed and i just go through the stories um i it 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 if if you if you if i showed you this app like i don't know 5 years ago before snapchat uh, i showed you this and like i i feel like it would be very odd like it would be, it would be very weird cuz it's like there's two very distinct type of content and 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 interactions right but it's kind of weird that they're in the same um like my last post to Instagram is it's from August, I think. <laughs> <laughs> like it's I just use stories mainly. And I never know like should I start by watching the stories or should I start by scrolling? Uh I usually you have start to by start with feed. the stories. I don't know. I usually start with the feed, I scroll, scroll, scroll a little bit and then tap to go to the top and then I don't know, man. I don't know, it's weird. Hmm. I don't know. I I agree with you that it's kind of a weird um mashup of two things um but in a in a way i find that it sort of works that like when you go and like it's like if there's nothing in the stories then there's going to be something in the feed and if there's not something that interesting in the feed feed, then there will be you know something in stories like that it they complement each other in a weird way yeah and the last thing i wanted to mention about this um story (laughs) that um i'm super curious about how this happened because <laughs> it's like you don't Oops. accidentally roll out <laughs> to a ton of users by mistake like what happened there <laughs> um because there's multiple scenarios the right? Reaction, right there's the scenario where 
they actually intended it to go to this many people and then just saw the backlash and were like, sorry, and just pretended like, oh, no, this was not meant for everybody. Or there was a legit mistake that happened. Um, but regardless, like, it, it's kind of funny that, like, a lot of people were like, oh, like, okay, perfect. Like, we're getting back. Like, this is great. This is a victory for us. It's like, well, but they're still exploring that, you know? <laughs> like, it still shows us, like, the way that they're thinking. Um, mm-hmm. So they might, like, uh, an expiration like this might not be successful. It might not work. But um, they certainly are thinking about, like, screwing with your feed even more. Um, so if that makes you angry, then get prepared because I think they will be trying more of these maybe bolder, like crazier experiments. Um, That's why we can't have nice things. <laughs> well, you know, depends. Uh, depends on the way that you, you see it. Um, but um, honestly, though, like kudos to Instagram for exploring with bolder mm-hmm. ideas like this. Like part of me wishes that they took it a step even further because it seemed right now like they sort of put this weird like scrolling interface on top of the existing Instagram and a lot of things seem like kind of clunky or kind of broken like when you like scroll into a post then the stories disappear at the top and then you have like if you have a slideshow then there's like a double scrolling like a slideshow within a slideshow kind of thing it ends up being like super weird um so i don't know if they keep exploring something like this like i'd want them to like more thoroughly like re-explore how like what it means to to browse instagram and maybe bring something that's more similar to, to what paper was um but yeah i don't know in the meantime uh we'll have to see <laughs> all right all right cool what's the next story <laughs> uh let's see Okay, the next one I want to talk about, because I, I have, like, a ton of stuff, but I'm, mm-hmm. I'm looking at time and just kind of making a selection through them. Sure. Um, I'll go with this one. So there's a study um, that was published uh, that shows that uh, flat design has um, increased cognitive load for users versus traditional design. Um, so you can find a link in the show notes. Um, and it's kind of a short document. Like, there doesn't seem to be, like, other kind of materials, at least not that I'm able to see. I don't know. It's kind of unclear to me um, how this website works, <laughs> to be honest. But um, you can kind of read, like, the the document. So basically, they did um, this testing. They had, like, three different methods. One was uh, they asked people to find specific words in like paragraphs of text. Um, two, they asked people to uh, identify a specific icon in a grid of nine by nine. And then the last test that they had was they were showing two websites, the one that was a like quote unquote traditional website and one that was a flat website. And then they asked people to identify what was clickable um, and then measured the amount of time um, and then like how many of them they were able to get. So uh, and basically their conclusion was that um, there is more cognitive load for uh, flat design and that um, there was more time spent um, identifying the flat icons um, and that there were um, more uh, sort of errors um, or misses for the flat design uh, when identifying what was clickable or not. So what do you think about this? 
I feel like when we went the when we went the the flat design thing, we were like we were trusting users. Like, oh no, no, people get software now, uh, and I do think that we went a bit too far, uh, and so you know iOS seven and stuff like just relying on oh that text is a different color. You surely you'll know that that means that it's tappable, right? Um, and like relying on color alone, that is also never good. Um, I mean, even to even even myself, uh, I was born in the internet. I still don't know a bunch of websites like what is clickable, what is not. You know, the quote unquote ninja links stuff that visually you have no way of knowing if that is clickable. You can get there by context, maybe like oh, surely if that button says click here, maybe even though it's the same, you know, same color, same weight, same whatever. Uh, sure, that means it's clickable, but um, even then, it's it's very hard. Hmm. So, okay, here's what I think about this. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> again, like, I'm I haven't looked at all of their uh, citations and all of that stuff. I've just read through this document, but this is very unconvincing, <laughs> in my opinion. Um, so the, the first the first test, okay, they're they're testing if people c- can spot a word in paragraphs of text, okay? And here's the two examples that they have. They have traditional fonts, which are Helvetica, Neue, Arial, and Tahoma. And then flat fonts that are Helvetica, Neue, Condensed. Flat fonts? Helvetica, Neue, Light, and Helvetica, Neue, Ultralight. Those are the quote-unquote flat fonts. (laughs) I just, it's just like, I can't, like, (laughs) right off the bat. It's just like, yeah, like you're not really comparing flatness like at this point like you're comparing like are light or condensed fonts better than fonts that are like more like actually made for readability you know it's it's like kind of an unfair comparison i think um so here i feel like yeah, like i don't i personally don't feel like i could look at this and say oh therefore like clearly <laughs> flat fonts are bad <laughs> you know um it seems like a bit of a weird way to test it the second one um is i think probably the best um test of the three uh which is like comparing the icons um but again i feel like i don't know about this like they're showing um they're like they're showing to me like just flat like you know photorealistic icons and then flat icons um and asking people to like spot like say the ice cream in the list um and there i 100% believe that there is something better about the the photorealistic icons because they they do seem more um more distinctive but i just don't know if a like that like that spotting an icon is um is something we should optimize for if you know what i mean like i think it's just like like having people try to recognize an icon is just bad like just generally like ask anyone who's tried to like pick an emoji right like recently like it's just incredibly hard to like get like fed like a grid of similar looking icons and try to spot a specific one within them um I think that's kind of a weird like task. Um, and then two, that gets like very specific about like the type of icons used and the one, yeah. the icons that they've used, 
I think at least they look to me like the the Twitter um emoji set. Mm-hmm. Um and like I'll I will one hundred percent grant you like these are not the most descriptive icons. <laughs> like I don't think they're great icons generally, and they all kind of look like one another like they they're using like standard shapes so lots of squares um circles like they all seem like they don't have a lot of like distinctiveness um so again i'm just like okay but we've we've compared like one specific style of traditional icons with one specific style of flat icons is that representative of all types of Mm -hmm. icons that could exist like even single color glyphs or yeah. like, you know, and, and like spotting icons is just hard, like period. Like I think no matter yeah, yeah, what yeah. type of icon you have. I, I haven't seen the, the tests. So again, I just, I haven't looked it's, at it's this. It's on the thing. Link. But, uh, <laughs> dude, <laughs> uh, we're talking about flat design again. No, no. I, I mean, I saw the link, but I haven't read the thing. Oh, okay. Um, but you can see the images, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay. I haven't scrolled that far. I just click on the initially. I click on download the PDF. It's like so the whatever non you know the traditional thing. You have more tools to communicate a message. Yeah. It's like oh, this is an icon. It not only has a shape, it also has colors, and even the colors have gradients, and uh, and also you can rely on shadows, and there's depth, and you have more. It's like you're trying to describe a scene with more words. It's easier. Right, you can be mm-hmm. more effective if you're trying to describe it in more words. Um, and for UI, that it, I, I feel like that can be important. Right, if something is tapable, if something is interactive, the more stuff you add to it, just convey reinforces that message that you wanna uh, you wanna uh, pass on. But uh, the you know the the bad thing about this is that if you also try to if you try to convey a lot of stuff with a lot of tools, then it gets crowded. And it's funny how in this link, in this uh, thing, the the figure three, um, if everything has so much in it, then everything gets mushy and crowded. And then you lose that clarity and that, you know, simplicity and minimalist. Like if you're trying to, if you're trying to convey a one, two, three message, if it's just text, like there's nothing else, like there's nothing to be uh, like misconstrued there. Right. Does that even make sense? I don't. <laughs> Who would have known? Who would have thought that I would be starting twenty nineteen uh, discussing flat design and <laughs> well, you know, traditional the, the, the things you do. Uh, yeah. My problem with Figure Three is those are completely different websites. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. It's like you're not really comparing the design style; like you're comparing just two different websites <laughs> like this this would not work for an a b test you know <laughs> like it's like it, it's like okay we're gonna test if um uh yellow ctas are better than blue ctas <laughs> here's two completely different websites <laughs> it's like there's no way to measure that like there's that wouldn't never fly like i just i don't really get it and you can see the that problem in their results um because they're obviously they're measuring time um and uh, their results show that it took less time to identify the clickable elements in the flat design website. But what they mention is there's there's way less clickable elements in the flat website, right? Because it's like it's more minimal. Um, so there's less things to look at. Um, and so even that like 
kind of bias their results like right away so i had to do like crazy things to be able to see like define like okay but given like the amount of things to spot like how much time did it take per item um it's just like you know i like you may do another study like this and like test with similar like the same websites but done in a different style with the same elements and stuff like that and come to the same conclusions I just think that I can't look at this with Agreed. a straight face and say, like, <laughs> this is, this, this is, you know, like, flat design is bad. Like, that Agreed. means that, like, this is the definitive answer. No, like, I don't think that this is it. Um, so, uh, arguing and, and doing some research on is flat design increasing the co- cognitive load of our users? That is a fair question to yeah. ask. And there's probably, you know, maybe it, it, can, it probably is true, actually. Who knows? But this research in itself, it's bogus. Like it's not a good, it's not a good research. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not a good test. That's that's my thought. So it was this was this popular on Twitter? No, not really. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nobody talked about it. Um, this is kind of our cool. layout exclusive. Uh, I saw maybe like one tweet about it. Awesome. Um, cool. but yeah, I thought this was like very interesting. So, uh, definitely we're looking into um one thing that's sort of related to this that we can talk about really quickly um is this prototype of a ui that reflects your actual physical environment you know what i saw that today Mm. that was cool as hell that was awesome yeah so basically just to explain what this is um so this is basically like an iphone that is has been like jury rigged with like an olo clip uh, which is like a fisheye lens that you can add to your front-facing camera. And what it does behind the scenes is it takes a picture of basically what the, what your iPhone is seeing. So hope you're smiling. Uh, <laughs> but basically, and it uses that kind of fisheye image to be able to create a um, an environment for uh, light to reflect. And it'll also look at, obviously, the bright stuff will be like writer and the image that they take and basically map out like where that light is and how it would reflect on the ui so that as you're moving your phone around you'll see like the reflection and the light hitting the objects um in a realistic way right you can have a realistic simulated light source in software yeah as opposed to what was like the traditional like ios like you know having a light come from above all the time um Mm -hmm. Uh, and he even shows like the example of like oh what if you like walk into a dark room then like you get no highlight um because there's no light Mm -hmm. um yeah i think this is super cool um it's like really cool it's a super neat kind of research um type (laughs) project um i think like it's (laughs) i thought it was funny how like i don't mean no offense but how unprofessional that video was (laughs) yeah i mean like for the type of tech it was like a tech demo it was not even tech demo whatever but um it was like so like diy i can say that diy DIY. like i made this look cool and then like the camera never focused anyway it was like amazing (laughs) someone please hire this and like get a proper team working on this um then by the way you don't it doesn't really require a fisheye type of lens it only requires a wide angle lens. right okay um and you know the i think it's the pixel 3 that has that mm. maybe probably not as wide as needed 
but it also has like that wide because it has two front-facing cameras, and you can so you can like zoom out when you're taking a, a, a selfie. So that makes me wonder, like, is you know, if there's one phone uh, out there in the market today that could probably even try to do something like this, would be the Pixel. And honestly, this sounds very like a googly thing to do. Honestly, yeah, yeah, like they had this whole material design thing of like yeah. being like sheets of paper and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, very interesting. Like I, I think the accessibility angles of this is like very non-existent. Like I think it's very much just about like making something that looks cool. Um, Apple has tried similar things in the past, although like much, much to a much smaller scale. Um, like for example, like the knob on, um, I think it was the music app that when you like oh, rotated yeah. your device, um, it had like a different like shimmer effect. Uh, and more recently they've also done that on uh, the Apple pay cash is that how, how you say it apple pay cash the, the so. you know the card that has like the sort of rainbowy effect yeah i don't have it because i don't have apple pay cash can't have it but but uh, yeah I've, I've, I've seen it on twitter yeah um so anyways oh and uh, uh by the way uh bob burrow who uh posted this um used to be a, at apple <laughs> Oh, there you go. So, um, and he's he's had a few interviews on podcasts and has like really interesting mm. things to say. He's uh, a little bit of a, a disgruntled employee, <laughs> so take that <laughs> with a, a grain of salt. But um, I'm sure uh, somewhere, somehow, Eli Schiff is uh, rejoicing about this. So uh, there you go. <laughs> Hi, Eli. Um. All right. Do we have time for one more? Uh, probably. Uh, okay. Let's do one more. <laughs> okay, let's do one that's um, just kind of useless, um, but also funny. Um, <laughs> did you see Pantone's color of the year? <laughs> <laughs> it's 2019 after all. <laughs> this is, Wait, we got is an this upper design thing? cred. Yeah. Is so every year Pantone, like the, <laughs> the company Pantone, <laughs> they have like a committee. That gets together and decides this is gonna be the color of the year. And this year's color In what is sense? living like the coral. Most used? So it's a bit unclear. <laughs> um, so uh, let's see. The okay um, to arrive at the selection each year, Pantone color experts at the Pantone Color Institute comb the world looking for new color influences. This can include the entertainment industry and film and production, traveling art collections, and new artists, fashion, all areas of design, popular travel destinations, as well as new lifestyles, play styles, and socioeconomic conditions. (laughs) Influences may also stem from new technologies, materials, textures, and effects that impact color relevant social media platforms and even <laughs> upcoming sporting events that capture worldwide attention okay stop stop <laughs> so literally anything under the sun <laughs> and be why they pick this color <laughs> can i say i'm not a fan of this color <laughs> <laughs> no why not it's it's a it's it's very it's like a dead color 
it's like it's funny you say that because someone was joking on twitter that there's also dead coral for uh 2043 as opposed to living coral which is this year's color we'll put a link in the show notes um yeah i don't know what to make of this either i just thought it was incredibly funny um and i don't know i just feel like this this color like totally doesn't matter like none of these colors matter but somehow <laughs> this company like every year just uh manufactures this piece of news that people talk about so honestly looking at the previous winners um oh well, look at that 2018 was the purple one oh that actually makes sense huh huh maybe they're onto something um huh yeah i thought the more like saturated colors were in vogue but uh <laughs> it's like the coral iphone type color <laughs> right should maybe we, that's what influenced uh, them this year we should change a uh, layout's uh, uh artwork to reflect the color of the year because we want to be trendy mm, so hey folks should, look at your phone we should do that right now we should do that yeah, look, look at your phone look at the show art look at that that's our new official logo <laughs> perfect logo. artwork um all right we can maybe do another one uh um, another one another one uh let's go can I, can did I... you see the new unsplash logo no hmm perfect huh. let's see uh can you find the link in the show notes yep perfect oh look at that oh dude it looks like the the black mirror thing <laughs> That's true. Yeah, when I saw that, I was like, holy shit. Um, okay, so I haven't read anything. I'm just looking at the logo. I gotta be honest, I don't remember the old logo. <laughs> they have they have a picture if you scroll down. Okay. Oh, unsplashed. the camera thing? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that wasn't a logo. <laughs> I mean, that's as generic. That's like if you go to a, a noun project and search for a camera icon, that's it. All right, so this logo... Oh, so I guess I can see the camera there. But if I didn't look at the old logo, I wouldn't, I wouldn't arrive at that uh, clever uh, conclusion. I mean, it's it's kind of a U, right? I mean, it, I, anyway, it doesn't matter. I like it. I think it's simple enough. Um, I wonder if it'll be, like, distinctive enough. But anyway, they were using a standard default camera icon. So uh, big improvement. I like it. Sure, whatever. Yeah, I also what really like it. <laughs> um, I I just wanted to mention it as like um, one of the companies that's sort of trying to reverse the trend of just having logos that are incredibly boring. Like I think, like while this logo is very simple, um, it is in- interesting and distinctive. Um, and you see, obviously, like you see the U in it, but you also see the camera. Um, one of the images has like someone like putting their hands in front of them with like a camera. And I feel like that's like such a great way to show this logo. Um, it also refers to things like, like picking an image and stuff like that. So like selecting one of them. Um, yeah, I just think it's really great. Um, so, um, yeah, I think like, it's not all bad. Like we we can talk about things that we like. Um, I, I'd, I'd say like the only thing for me that I would, that is maybe like, I don't know about is the, um, the, the text, 
so unsplash mm-hmm. like i it, it it works like no questions about it and like the way that they've aligned all the like ascenders and everything like works perfectly well it just seems like a little bit less inspired to me um i disagree that this is reversing the trend or whatever this is a very as simple as it can be logo sure it's two maybe like shapes <laughs> maybe so it could be simpler if you could remove the little dot but i think it's as like simple and minimal as it can be just like everyone else's it's minimal uh, but at least it's not just a word you know what i mean well sure but you know airbnb has a thing Square, the one that uses it here, has a thing. Uh, I don't know. I feel like, again, I feel like it's very much just like every single other logo, to be honest. It's a good one, but it's boring, honestly, for me. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> okay. I think that's it for, for this year. That's it. Um, so, Rafa, tell me, do you have, <laughs> do you have any... Well, for this year. It's not it for this Sorry. year. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Um, <laughs> See you next year. I'm a little tired. 2020. Uh, that's it for this show. Uh, but before uh, we leave, we have some recommendations. We do. Dang it. Yes. <laughs> right? Right? Yeah, right? of course. Okay, oh. let, me, let me go first. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have two recommendations this week. Um, the first one is uh, this great. I, I don't know if you could call it a... a blog post uh but it's this article um from stripe um and it's an article by uh, joanna weep uh and basically she talks about writing copy for landing pages and is this like real like super long page full of advice and tips for how to write content uh and we were talking a couple episodes ago about how it's important that designers like get into content um, and start like thinking about ways they can improve their writing skills. And I think this is like one of the best ways to get like get started into it. Um, it's it's not like it's a long page, but it's like very easy to read. Um, and it has like really useful, like practical advice for you. It's not just it's not like grammar <laughs> things. It's um, really practical, like ways to uh, improve your writing. So definitely go and check that out. Um, it's very good. Do you have your second or do you want me to go for the next one? Uh, go for the next one. Okay. Um, the next recommendation I have is uh, this movie called A Simple Favor. Uh, it's a movie with uh, Blake Lively and Anna Kendrick uh, and that guy from uh, Crazy Rich Asians. Um, forget his name. Uh, but anyways, that guy. Um, mm-hmm. I wasn't sure what to think of this movie before I saw it. The trailer seemed interesting. Um, and then I watched it. And honestly, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it's this sort of like Gone Girl type uh, thriller. But that's like very self-aware and doesn't take itself seriously. It's like a bit over the top on like around the edges. Uh, but it's just it's really good fun. And I thought like the way... At least for me, like, there's so many movies that are so predictable. And I found, like, I didn't really see this one coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's so many, like, different, like, twists and turns and, like, just different ways of sort of telling this story. 
Like, for example, like uh, Anna Kendrick in this is a uh, mom vlogger, <laughs> which is like super interesting. And like just the way that like they portray her life and everything is just, like very, uh, very current, you know, and it's mm-hmm. like, oh, this is a new wave of like, you know, new types of stories that can be told with like this, these new different kind of crazy weird professions um so yeah it's a very good film uh i recommend it it's it's good fun uh we also watched that movie last night uh it was it was it was fun it was very entertaining watch it did you like it yeah i did i did like it's not unforgettable but uh i had a good time watching it it was it was fun it's cool and yeah like so halfway through the movie i thought like Oh my god, that's just lazy. Is that the twist? Ugh. But no, there's like yeah. more twists. It keeps coming. Um. <laughs> yeah, and there's. No, I can't say anything without spoiling something. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, <laughs> there's there's good moment, moments in this movie. So, um, because I moved to a new apartment and I've been, I, I had to buy. Are you going to recommend Amsterdam? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I recommend um, it. 10 out of 10, you should Amsterdam. <laughs> Would Amsterdam again? Um, Should design no. Amsterdam. It's like I had to. There's a bunch of stuff that I previously had, and now I had to like either buy new or you know whatever. Like so, I have I have actually a lot of uh, recommendations, and I'm going to spread them out so I don't <laughs> run out. Um, but since you mentioned a movie, I'm going to recommend uh, television, <laughs> TV. Um, so previously, I had a a 55 inch um lcd lg thing tv whatever uh, it had, it had a 4k and hdr i bought it on a black friday uh, sale whatever uh, it was okay it was big tv lcd fine it had like simulated hdr so not real hdr whatever so when i got to, when i moved i was like i have to buy a new tv i can't buy like the same you know let's let's buy one that is better this is going to spending more money um and I knew that I wanted an OLED TV, right? Yep. And I thought like, oh yeah, OLED TVs are the shit, and that's the one you should get. Um, for, I thought like that was the future of TVs, but apparently it's not that certain because like Samsung has been staying away from OLED, and it has the they have this QLED, which mm. is very deceiving marketing because it looks just like OLED, but it's actually a Q, not an O. Um, and it's an LCD. It's not a real. It's not a LED. It's a LCD with dedicated light lighting for pixels. Whatever. It's a different technology. Um, but uh, I think the concept. Like I, I did a ton of research, and apparently, like, yeah, whatever. Shocker. You had to go all that. Um, so second thing is like apparently there's like three brands uh, that sell OLED TVs. So you have LG, and you have Sony, and you have Panasonic, I believe. Um, I mean, there may be others, but these are the big ones. But all of the panels are actually made by LG. So right. if you buy an OLED TV, it's going to be an LG panel. Um, and so, all right, I've got to have it. i got to buy an LG TV. And so all this just, it, this is just... Did one you of buy our, the same TV? Listen, <laughs> probably. If one of our <laughs> listeners uh, is listening to this and you're planning to buy an OLED TV, I've, I've done all the research for you. So you can either go... With the C8, which is the top of the line, best, best of the best, uh, or you can buy the B model. And B8, that's 2018, apparently. I mean, next year, this year, there'll probably be a C9 or B9 or whatever. Uh, so you have the C, top of the line, B, 
the like entry line and they have like it's like a thousand dollars this naming doesn't difference. make any sense yeah whatever um so i bought the b like the entry level model because holy pants man i pull uh, my previous cv was like 400 uh, euros and this one would be like 35 uh hundred euros like it's a that's that's very expensive. Holy crap! Um, Wait, thirty five hundred euros? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Apparently in Amsterdam, like in the Netherlands, it's even more expensive. So that's the price here. That's insane. I know. It was, I couldn't. I I couldn't justify that. So holy hell! I, yeah, I feel like TVs well, I, are definitely not that expensive here. So move like to Canada, you, man. Well, I don't know, but okay. Um. So you didn't get that one. You got this. No, the, I got the, the B. B version. <laughs> B. It's like yeah, how B-A. how is B like entry level and C <laughs> top level? <laughs> I know, right? By the way, where's sense. the A? Yeah, where's like, the A model. What happened to <laughs> what that? that? Um. Yeah. So apparently, like for the that one doesn't the, have the sim. It's not like the one with the simulated HDR. No, 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 no. So, okay. so here's the thing, and this is true for. Um, like their whole product line, so it's 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 the same for like the C7 and B7 that would be last year's or 2017's model. Um, it's always the same, which is it's the same panel, like the the panel that's what gives the number, so eight, seven, whatever. And then C and B is the processor, so the B version uses the last last year's processor. Okay, the same panel, last year's processor, and so. Do your research because one thing that I was looking into was like, should I get the B8 or the C7, meaning the entry level of this year or the high end level? Oh, wait, this is the TV I have. <laughs> Which TV do you have? <laughs> uh, at least it looks very. So I, so I also have an LG. I, I don't have to go and look up the model. Uh, it might not be this year's model. I might have last year's, but the base is sort of the same. Yeah. They're all the same, and apparently there's very difference. There's very little difference from last year to this year. So, anyway, that's it. If you want a OLED TV, you either buy the C LG model or the B, depending <laughs> how much money you have to right. spend on this. Uh, but damn, dude, OLED that those black levels. It, yeah, that's damn. very nice. Damn. It's. I feel like personally, I don't see much of a difference with 4K. Um, or just 1080p, but the HDR, <laughs> I definitely notice huge difference i notice all the things damn the oh and by the way by the way okay so i have to sorry i'm sorry um so i bought this tv and then i hook up uh my ps4 pro and my apple tv 4k and all those things and um pro tip if you have an lg oled tv and you hook up your you plug in your ps4 pro or whatever maybe hdr is not turned on you have to go to settings what go to display and whatever more options and there's like HDR, true tone, whatever, whatever, go into that setting and then turn it on. It's off by default. You have to turn on HDR so for weird. your inputs. And you... so I was I was trying I turned it on for the PS4 and the screen just went black. And I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> um like I'm sure this PS4 Pro has HDR, but I wouldn't turn on. And then Apple TV, I was uh, there's like not only have HDR, you also have this uh uh, Dolby Vision yep. mode or whatever, and so it would turn on, but then the screen would go black for a while, and then come back on, and then go back. It's it was weird. Hmm. Guess what? Do you want to try? Guess what it was the problem? 
Oh, your HDMI cables. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I have to. Yep. Have you to need. Spend a lot uh, of money. I forget what the actual like name of it. Do you remember? It's like basically a high bandwidth uh yeah. hdmi cable because <laughs> yeah. it's like turns out uh hdmi is kind of like USB-C, where it's the same port but not the same uh cable <laughs> yeah inside so, but it was, it's crazy because even in the same cable the same protocol or whatever like i had the exact because i bought two cables off like media market whatever they have it's like best buy type yeah, of yeah, so. yeah um and so i bought like the same i just went uh, hdmi boom i bought two like yep I didn't even check the price, but cheap ones, whatever. HDMI cables. And so the same cable, it wasn't uh, letting on HDR, like any type of signal through my PS4, but it was from my Apple TV. Mm-hmm. So it's like, even if you're trying to, you know, it even depends, but I have to spend like more 50 bucks per cable. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> anyway, that's it. My recommendation, mm, the, OLED the TV. If you can, moving. go for it. If you have a TV and you're happy with it, Please don't even look at one. Ruin your life. Yeah, it is very nice. Okay. All right. I think we should give a couple of shout outs before we go. Yes, let's do it. Um, All right. So the first one, I want to give a shout out to listener Jack McCormack. Wow. Jack McCormack for DMing us. Uh, he told us he likes the show. Uh, still hasn't really <laughs> replied to our DMs. So, uh, Jack, we're waiting for your answer. <laughs> Please. We don't know what you're talking about. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> anyways, uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, also, uh, shout out to uh, Alexis Zeliatis, who uh, said he liked the text adventure uh, game and how now he's going to look into um, D&D podcasts. Um, that was awesome. So, By the way, that's if, pretty cool. If you're listening to this and you haven't heard our holiday special episode, uh, we had uh, my fiance over and we played this tax adventure game um during the holidays and it was super fun yeah so. i love it um next uh i want to thank uh brian hinton uh jorge blah, how do you say it you should probably say this, this one well i don't know if it's portuguese or spanish but jorge or george or jorge martinez jorge. yeah that that sounds right um and uh Igbleib, who retweeted uh our tweet uh for the show so it means a lot to us like when you kind of like spread the word about the show it helps other people uh discover it uh and we're super thankful for that so thank you very much and thank you for listening uh this is the first episode of 2019 it was good to be back uh by the way uh i am going to be in san francisco for the next two weeks so if you're in town uh, make sure to reach out, say hi. Let's have coffee or beer, or whatever you drink. Water. Um, you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, we are at Layout FM. If you have any questions, or if you want to recommend us you know, your recommendation of the week, or if you want to, you know, if you want to have any ideas for uh, the show topics or whatever, just get in touch with us again at Layout FM. If you want to follow us individually, I am at Rafahari. Kevin is at Vernal Kick. You can find the show notes, links to every single thing that uh, Kevin mentioned, all the links to those tweets with a pushpin meme. Um, you can find those either on your podcast player of choice or you can go to our website, that's layout.fm. And lastly, this show is part of the Spec FM network. Um, so if you're looking for more shows to listen to, check them out uh, over at the website, that's spec.fm. And I think that's it. 
לקווין, צ'או. ביי, ציה. But wait, before, before we go, though, uh, we should talk about Bandersnatch. 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 <laughs> Bandersnatch. I feel like it's so much fun to say. I just want to say it over and over. Bandersnatch. I got to say, it's more fun to say than to watch. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep totally agree totally agree i did not enjoy it man no i did not enjoy it um you know long time listeners know that both of us were big fans of black mirror we used to yep. talk about every single episode here on the show uh and so first like the the way they released this was very sneaky like i saw on uh like a news someone saying oh the news they're working on a They're working on this Black Mirror movie, and it's going to be out tomorrow or yeah. whatever. It was very soon. Um, so it was out December 28th. Uh, I was like, oh, my God, it's out. It's a Black Mirror movie. I knew it would be interactive. So, like, that's new. That's, mm-hmm. That can be fun. And then I tried to play it, and uh, it said, oh, this device, you can't Doesn't work do on that. Apple TV. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, really? It works on really? your shiny new TV, though. I know that's where I was <laughs> ended up watching it. But it's like, really, Apple TV is probably the most powerful set-up box y- you have. Um, and this doesn't support it. Okay, yeah. thank you. Fine. So then I used my shiny new TV uh, to, <laughs> to watch it. Um, and yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. It was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I, I could see interesting ideas. Over there, you know, that part, of, I know, spoilers, spoilers, um, the part when you say we're Netflix and you go yeah. through that thing, that was interesting. It was like, yeah, that's cool, I guess, but I didn't enjoy it. Like I didn't, I don't know. I really don't know. I feel like every time someone tries to do an interactive TV movie type of thing, it never works. I feel like... <laughs> Well, what I want, it's like, what I want from a movie. It's like turn, I, well, it's like turns out like people sitting on the couch, they're not good at making <laughs> movies. Like you're that's that's why we're paying you to make the movies. Like I don't know. Like I'm I'm bad at this. Like that's not that's not what I want. Well, but but wouldn't you say that video games are like the extreme of that? You make every single decision and you play no. it on the couch. No. I feel yeah. like video games are also make the point that this movie tries to make which is um i don't know if you if you picked up on that but we're basically like in one of the endings um he manages to ship the the game on time because he um he removed basically a lot of the interactivity to give people the illusion that they have the choice but in the end mm-hmm. like basically it ends up being like the same more or less the same mm-hmm. ending um that's kind of what video games are <laughs> where it's basically like the storyline is like very well like like plotted out you're just you just get to like do the things in between like the story checkpoints oh sure if you don't count like 
multiple possible. But I would love to see the games that like I don't know. They're they're there probably are games that that are like this. Like maybe th- those are the games you're referring to. But like games that will have a significantly different ending based on how you act. Yeah. Um, I have a couple of recommendations if you want. I can give you those. Cool. Games yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh, well, Life is Strange. Yeah, you remember? I mentioned that in the show. Oh, is that the? That's a great like, example. Depressing game. You mentioned the other day. <laughs> yes. Okay. It's the amazing depressing game. Um. <laughs> um yeah i don't know but you know even the story was not yeah no it's like like, so the whole story is in the gimmick basically yeah yeah exactly you making the choices and at first honestly like i i felt like it was so hard to make the decisions because i kept like second guessing myself being like what would be the right decision like there's a moment where um you have to decide like are you going to develop the game for the this company or not I was like, mm-hmm. well, like, I was like, I think I need more than ten seconds to like make this decision. Yeah, uh, I saw, I saw a tweet. It was hilarious. I'm trying to, I'll try to dig up and put a link. But someone said, like, me uh, watching Bandersnatch. It's like, which type of cereal do you want? Rice Krispies or Cocoa Puffs or whatever? It's like, I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> and then next decision, do you want to chop up the body or bury it? You know, like, chop up. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I am same. That's easy. Same. What type of cereal is very hard. clearly chop up? And then. <laughs> And you saw his face. I was like, oh, God, don't make me do this. <laughs> I was like, yes, you will do this. And that's the thing that happens, like, throughout this thing for me, where at first it seemed like the decisions, I would, like, try to, like, carefully um, choose them. And then by the end, I'm just like, whatever. Like, exactly. Like, what is going to be the most, like, entertaining for me right now? Um, once I notice, once I realize that, like, you go back, yeah. you have to go through it again. I'm like, oh, okay, shit, never mind. Yeah, it's like, like that's where you lost me. Like, yeah, whatever. I'll just try to, like, brute force my way to reach uh, an ending, mm-hmm. kinda. Um, and also, like, you remember when when 3D movies started to gain popularity, and so every single movie had a shot in where something would go towards yeah. the camera <laughs> to achieve that 3D effect, and like that shot was made for the technology. Yeah. That's for 3D, not because it's yeah. good storytelling or whatever. Um, this game is that 3D effect. It's yep. like, here's what we can do because now you can you can choose A or B, and it's not in pro of a good story, good storytelling, or good narrative or engaging characters. There's none of that. Um, yeah, and so. they also got a lot of praise for how they handled it, like that basically the the movie doesn't end basically like while you have to do the choice like there's still like action right. or like people talking like most more often than not it's going to be like so do you like do you want to jump down or do i jump down like and it was like like what's your answer like they they'll like be waiting and like t- like telling you over and over and, over. Mm-hmm. and people say that like, oh like this is great like the it doesn't end like it's like feels like integrated and i did not feel this way at all it felt like every time i would like you know i would get one of these like screens where i have to make the choice and i'm like oh god like where's the remote like quick hurry up real quick <laughs> and then there's like a character on screen that's like oh come on do it do it and then when you press the button, that's the worst part to me is like when I press the choice, it still plays like the remi- the reminder of like the waiting. Thing. Right. Yeah. It doesn't react. If you like if you yeah. decide quickly or if you take the longest time, it's the same. Yeah. And that f- makes it feel so disconnected. Like 
I think the they sh- it's probably more complex to do, obviously, but it should have been that like as soon as you press, then it like cuts to the different you know different side, like different angle of the camera, and then the person like he says the answer right away. Yeah, that'll probably ruin continuity and whatever. But well, yes. not necessarily <laughs> because like all yeah, those be all those do, like yes. kind of parts like w- while you're waiting, it's just like repeating stuff and just like waiting yeah. and like guessing around repeat stuff repeat stuff repeat stuff yes. um so yeah i don't know like the repeat. one part that i found interesting was having the ability to go back and explore and learn about the different parts of the story in that sense of like because for me i did i did the story at first like one way through and i basically had like the most boring <laughs> storyline is the wait. one that i came up with so did you go back no yeah, that, that's the thing. Like, I've I've seen after I watched it, I've like I've seen on YouTube like all the different possible endings and whatever. Because I feel like that's something that the show was trying to. Oh yeah, yeah but like, sorry. Once I once I was go back. done, I went back. Oh, because I didn't. Like, I I finished. I got an ending. I have no idea if it's good or bad or whatever. Right. And I'm like, oh, I guess I could go back and try to make different choices yeah. and see what would happen. Yeah. I have zero interest in doing that. Ah, you should do that. That's like the whole point, basically. Uh, nope, I'm not. I don't want to go through that thing again. No, it's but you don't a- go through everything. That's the thing. Okay, so like when you're done, you get to a screen and it's like, do you want to jump back to this point? So like suggests you like, okay, jump back to this yeah, point and I did and that. make a I different did that. decision. I did that. Okay, yeah. So Multiple times. That happened yeah, quite yeah, yeah. Okay. often. Well, yeah, I'm so saying, what like, are you talking about then? I know that there are possibilities that i haven't seen for uh, example there's okay. one point spoilers there's one point where you you're all like high as a kite and you're in the balcony and like who jumps like either yep. you jump or the other guy jump i jumped i don't know what happened and what would happen if right but i don't know what would happen if the other person okay if i told the other person to jump can i tell you sure if the other person jumps you just wake up and you're in the car you wake up? Yeah. How does that make any sense? It was just a dream. Like you fell asleep and all that all this was a dream. And then you're going to the psychologist. <laughs> That's just lazy writing. Yeah, it, it's like when I saw the other end, I was like, what? Like like it, it, like none of it made sense. It was like yeah. one like you know, it's like one way is like a totally different story like storyline and yep that's just that's just part of it but i did think like for me it was interesting to like go and get back and like learn about the alternate storyline of the father actually working for the pet company uh Mm -hmm. and like just you know like imposing that to his children and having like the whole story be fake um Mm -hmm. and uh the other kind of side story of like me like you as a character going back in the past mm-hmm. and deciding to go with your mother and just mm-hmm. dying and then like mm-hmm. going back to present time and it's just like de- the body's dead like there were like interesting that was my tidbits. ending that, that was, was your ending? ending yeah ah interesting um so yeah it was like the gimmick anyway. was interesting but it, i don't think we're gonna see many <laughs> other movies like this um, good on netflix for trying yeah. uh it's kind of a shame that it was black mirror because it was such a perfect little show and now it's kind of like ah. yeah so it was like pixar right 
you don't want them to break the streak but uh yeah whatever sure but yeah yeah i i like to tell myself that like treat it as a separate thing that it's like this, no 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 like this is not the real show like this is mm-hmm. another separate thing it has the same it's name but it's but it's not really black mirror and we'll have mm-hmm. the proper like new season of black mirror soon so yeah apparently Band miley cyrus will be in the next season which oh, really? i'm not looking forward to but oh well bandersnatch bandersnatch 